Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears. Going to be talking about the brand new 25th anniversary edition in 4K of the original Men in Black. So I just finished watching Men in Black, this brand new 25th anniversary edition. I always like this movie. I like the series. Um, a few years ago, I rewatched all three of the original movies and came to new conclusions about all three of them. And then the fourth one came out. I own the first three, and they, um, it was an exclusive set uh, on Blu-ray that had the... Uh, what do they call them? The coffee guys, the lizard guys, the, the, yeah. Anyway, the coffee guys came with a statue and the three movies on Blu-ray. And that was fine for me for the whole time. When the men in black international came out, I picked up the international or the 4k version. Uh, it was on black Friday. It was like 10 bucks. So why not? I had seen it in the theater and thought it was okay. I like Chris, Chris Hemsworth and uh, Tessa. And I thought they were both good in the movie and it, it was fine for what it was. So I had revisited the original three and thought the first one's a classic. The second one's really the worst one of all of them. The third one kind of redeems the series to a certain extent. Fourth one's kind of different, but after seeing the fourth one a few times, it really does feel like the other three movies. They did a pretty good job continuing the continuity even of the universe, shall we say. So tonight, I whipped out, it just came out uh, within the past week, this... I think Men in Black had already been out on 4K, and it wasn't one I was really planning to upgrade. But I had read that this new 25th anniversary edition, they had gone back over it, restored it, uh, put a Dolby Vision HDR pass on it, which the original 4K did not have, and a couple of extras. Sorry, Dolby Vision, Dolby Atmos, one of my favorite movies, Steelbook. Okay, give it a shot. Reviews have not come out yet, so... I'll Fingers crossed. As I started to watch the movie, I remembered the the there's all sorts of patchy blocking, macro blocking and stuff uh, in the old Blu-rays, especially in the beginning. The beginning is that, that star field with the bug flying around and the camera kind of follows the bug and then onto a set and eventually gets hit by a car. That was always a very grainy, blotchy scene. A lot of the dark scenes in the original movie, I remember being very blotchy with the old technology. Well, they're not anymore. I watched the 11-minute conversation with the director, Barry Sonnefeld, before I watched this version of the movie because I really wasn't worried about spoilers. I've seen the movie so many times. And I learned some very interesting things about the movie I'll bring up later on. But I was worried about how the movie was going to look by the scenes they showed in the extras because the extras are in 4K with Dolby Vision, but uh, the scenes when they pulled from the movie didn't look that great. I was like, hmm. So after watching um, the interview, I I started the film, popped some popcorn, started the film. First up, looks much better than any of the scenes in the the 11-minute documentary I watched. Second, they fixed all of the dark blotchiness of the opening, Um, probably because it's HDR, probably because it's 4K and all that. Um, The technology has just come further and been able to reproduce that at home. Where I remember in the theater how it looked. It's never looked like that on home video. Well, it finally does. Matter of fact, the whole movie looks pretty darn good for a movie that's 25 years old. It doesn't look like Thor Ragnarok or anything, but um, 
HDR is implemented well. It looks very filmic, very tight. This is a Sony movie, so Sony, you know, they take good care of their masters. Um, Dolby Atmos is really good. All in all, it's a great addition of the movie. So some thoughts. You've seen it, so I don't mind spoilers. Um, one of the things that Barry Sonnefeld talked about in this new extra was the fact that Will Smith, who was pretty much young and untested at the time, he was coming off Independence Day, and he was a couple weeks late to film this because he was finishing Independence Day. So they filmed some scenes with Tommy Lee Jones, and Tommy Lee Jones tried to do the scenes funny. And Barry Sonnefeld told him, don't. Don't be funny. Well, to be perfectly honest, Tommy Lee Jones didn't like that. And filming the entire movie for the next few weeks was difficult because he told Tommy Lee Jones not to be funny. When the movie was finished and they showed it and Tommy Lee Jones got to see it and everything, he was very happy with his performance, very happy with the movie, and now tells the story that when people say, how, how are you so funny? He's like, well, you stand next to Will Smith and you do what Barry Sonnefeld tells you to do. Barry said that Will Smith improvised a lot, and he pointed out several scenes where, like, where he jumps off the bridge onto the bus and says, it's just raining black people in New York these days. A lot of that was completely ad-libbed and makes the movie better. Sometimes that happens. There's a lot of ad-libbing, it turns out. Um, the special effects, there's a lot of practical effects. You find out in some of the new extras that that was the special effects guys, Rick Baker, said do as much with puppets and, and real things as you can and don't rely on CGI. This was in the early days of CG. Most of the effects hold up really well. I remember like the, the final UFO crashing scene there at the World's Fair always looked a little like them standing in front of screen. It looks pretty well integrated now. It's grainy and it's interesting looking. And I mean, it's not completely real, but it does look a lot better than it's ever looked before on home video, as do all of the special effects. There's some great uh, specular highlights from the lasers and, and, and flames out of the engines and things like that. Uh, great shine on cars and some other features. Like I said, black levels. That, that would be the main reason to get the 4K version of Men in Black. It's got a lot of black in the movie. And, well, with a good, a good 4K display and this disc, you're going to put your blacks to test because there is a lot of blacks that could be, you know, could be detrimental if you have a, a, a you know lower-end TV that can't reproduce this. It looked pretty good on mine in Dolby Vision, but and I'm not anywhere near a high-end TV. All in all, this is a classic. I mean, just the way it came together, when you, when you hear the stories of how they cut out one part of the whole plot because it was just too complicated, and what, what they came up with was a shorter, more concise movie. It made more sense, and how they achieved that. You really should watch some of these extras. I'm not going to recant every little story I learned, but rewatching the movie was just a thrill this time because it's always been one of my favorite films. I like the idea of the universe, um, the original comic book and all that kind of stuff, the deadpan humor. Um, the Will Smith fish out of water part of it, um, all of it. The, the fact that it's a secret agency handling aliens on Earth. I, it was just my cup of tea when it came out, and 25 years later, it's still a very entertaining movie. Like I've said with a couple of recent films, even if you don't like science fiction movies or maybe not even like Will Smith, it's just a good movie. It's interesting and kind of gooey-ooey because of bugs and stuff. But So should you upgrade? Absolutely. Um, I don't have the original 4K. This was not a movie I planned to upgrade, but 
new transfers, Dolby Vision, Dolby Atmos, and a steelbook. It was hard not to. It was definitely worth it. It was definitely worth the price. I will retire my Blu-ray now. I have not checked out the Blu-ray that comes with this set to see if that's um, remastered as well. I would assume it is, but I don't know. Sony sometimes puts the old disc. A lot of the companies will just put the old Blu-ray in with these new 4K discs, and they won't put a remastered version in there. On the flip side, some do. So, Sorry I didn't research that before I did the podcast. But Men in Black, the new 25th anniversary edition on 4K, I'm sure Sony will release. They seem to be doing something. They started, I guess they started it with Heavy Metal, and a few other movies, is they'll release a Steelbook 4K version first, and then later a standard 4K. You may lose the extras, you may lose something, like with Heavy Metal, if you don't buy the Steelbook version, you don't get um, Heavy Metal 2000 on Blu-ray for free. So that's kind of an extra. Anyway, it's available now. These Steelbooks tend to, to sell out. I was watching one the other day, and I was like, well, I'm on the fence about buying. Oh, and it was sold out, and I couldn't buy it. So, um... As I've recommended before in podcasts, if you want one of these limited edition 4K steelbooks, buy them when they come out. I see that uh, Lawrence of Arabia is now starting to get very hard to get all of a sudden. They said it was limited edition when it came out, but the movie's 60 years old. You wouldn't think, but um, I'm glad I picked up a copy because I was looking at it. Um, and I don't know, it pops up in your recently viewed things, and it was sold out. And I was like, wow. So I checked a couple other places, and yeah, it's pretty much... If you haven't picked up the 4K version of Lawrence of Arabia, the separate, because it came in the Columbia set a couple years ago, um, look for it, because it's disappearing quickly. Men in Black, 25th anniversary 4K edition, worth your money if you're a fan of the movie. And we'll put, um, oh, I didn't talk much about the sound. It is a good Dolby Atmos mix. Subwoofer didn't really get a huge workout until the stuff at the end, with the big flying saucer over the, you know, Yankee Stadium and crashing and all that kind of stuff. That really worked out the subwoofer where I was worried about my neighbors. But most of the movie, not too bad. Um, The car, when they do the uh, jet engine scene through the Lincoln Tunnel, um, that was pretty bassy. But really, the flying saucer stuff at the end was the most bass in the entire movie. But Men in Black, 25th anniversary Steelbook Edition 4K, definitely worth picking up if you can find one these days. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. My links are below. Thanks for taking time out of your day to make this podcast part of your listening experience. I promise I'll be upgrading things, better sound, and more topics are on the way. 